I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, and welcome to Voices from the Battlefield, part of Waterloo Remembered. The next reading is presented by the art historian and lecturer. Claudia Colia, and consists of a letter from an anonymous private in the 42nd British Line Regiment. General Hospital, Antwerp, 24th of June, 1815. After a long silence, I embraced the opportunity of informing you respecting my present situation. On the 15th, about 12 o'clock at night, we turned out, and at 2 in the morning, March from the city of Brussels to meet the enemy, who were advancing in great force on that city. About three o'clock in the afternoon of the 16th, we came up with them. Our whole force did not exceed 12,000 men, who were fatigued and with a long march of upwards of 20 miles, encumbered with knapsacks and other luggage. The day was uncommonly warm and no water to be had on the road. However, we were brought up in order of battle. The French being strongly posted in a thick wood to the number of 40,000 men, including cavalry and lancers, gave us very little time to look around us. Here the fight commenced on both sides in an awful and destructive manner, they having every advantage of us, both as to position and numbers, particularly in cavalry, as the British dragoons had not yet come up. The French cavalry charged the British line of infantry three different times and did much execution until we were obliged to form squares of battalions in order to turn them, which was executed in a most gallant manner, and many hundreds of them never returned. Still, they sent up fresh forces, and as often we beat them back. The battle lasted until it was quite dark. When the enemy began to give way, our poor fellows were left alive, following them as long as they could see. When night put an end to the fatigues of a very well-fought day. 
Thousands of both sides lay killed and wounded on the field of battle. And as the greater part of the action lay in cornfields along a vast tract of country, many hundreds must have died for want of assistance through the night, who were not able of themselves to crawl away. I was wounded by a musket ball, which passed through my right arm and breast, and lodged in my back, from whence it was extracted by a surgeon in the hospital of this place. Captain Hem is mostly severely wounded, having several shots through his body, and the regiment in general are mostly cut off. We have heard since we came here that our fine brigade, which entered the field of that eventful day, consisting of the 3rd Battalion Royal Scots, 42nd, 44th and 92nd Regiments, are now formed into one battalion, not exceeding in all 400 men. Lord Wellington retired in the night to wait for reinforcements, and next day our cavalry and the rest of the army arrived. The Prussians came on the other side, and I'm happy to understand the enemy ultimately got a most complete drubbing, losing cannon, baggage, and a great number of prisoners. They retreated towards Valenciennes, and other garrisons on their own frontiers, the Allied troops pursuing them. Thus, I have given you as full an account of affairs, principally what I witnessed on the 16th, as I could, that relating to the 18th being from report. Nothing can exceed the kindness and attention of the inhabitants of this city to a wounded man. The hospital is constantly filled with ladies and gentlemen who, although speaking a different language, personally administer to our wants with the kindest attention, distributing clean shirts, bread, wine, coffee, tea, milk and fruits of all sorts with every requisite for our comfort and accommodation. My name is Claudia Colia. I'm an art historian and tour guide with a special interest in the Napoleonic Wars and their cultural and social implications throughout Europe. Uh, this letter was written by a private soldier of the 42nd Regiment to his father and it was published in the Caledonian Mercury on the 3rd of July 1815. I chose it because it gives a personal account of the Battle of Quatre Bras which was fought on the 16th of June, 1815, as a preliminary engagement to the Battle of Waterloo. That was art historian and lecturer Claudia Colia reading an anonymous letter from a private of the 42nd. And you can follow Claudia on Twitter at LondonSE4. Stay tuned to The Napoleonicist, where more instalments of the Voices from the Battlefield series will be released throughout the day.